Hey folks, Mad Cat here from The Balcony Show. Now if you haven't heard about Anchor, well then I gotta tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free. And who the hell doesn't love free? I know I do. I mean, come on. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. And talk about doing the legwork. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Cheers and be well and keep listening to us right here on The Balcony Show. It's time for The Balcony, the show that spotlights independent artists from all over the United States and now the world. Just sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Here you are, The Balcony. Hi everybody, welcome to The Balcony Show. I'm your host, Dan Thatcher, and I'm here in studio with my co-host, da, 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 da. I'm back, baby! Andrew Chervak. <sighs> I feel good. Refreshed from vacation. I feel good. You feel good. Feel good. So... How was your vacation, sir? Awesome. Chilled out, hung out at the pool. Yes, I did see son. the one grilling picture that was especially posted for me. Thank you very much. Well, yeah, T-Man said I had to do it. Then they're sending me bacon shots. Oh, yeah, those were good. Yeah, now you got your kid acting as your agent. Really? He's awesome. <laughs> he gets away with it because he's cute. <laughs> no, we had a great time. Went and saw a bunch of the, the sites down there, and then... Me and my wife took a uh, road trip out to Nashville and hung out with Jackie for a night in Nashville, which cool. was wicked cool. And then um, went out and checked out some local bands, and yeah, it was great. It was really, I, it's a nice break. I needed just to clear my head for a second, but yeah, because all I hell's, actually got out of town for an loose. entire overnight. Are you ready for the hashtag? Oh, here we go. Hashtag and needs bail money. Hashtag too close. So. The nice thing about Lancaster is they're not all, like, tarnished <laughs> people out here. Like, if you go into a store or something and you ask them, hey, can I use your bathroom? There's actually, they let you use your, the facilities. Unlike here, you could be, your back teeth could be floating and they wouldn't give a damn. No. This woman was kind enough to let me use her facilities and, you know, I had to go. So I went in there and it was a closet. No lie, a closet. Okay, there's a towel dispenser, but it was a motion-activated one. And then there was the sink, and then there was the, the little potty. But when you sat down, your knees were underneath the sink. That's how small this thing was. And every time <laughs> I moved, like, or made a moving, the towel dispenser dispersed. What? So, I'm, I, I kid you not. So, I'm trying to stay really still. Not that you move around a lot anyways. And... The towel dispenser just kept, like, dispensing the towels, and it kept getting longer and longer, and I'm watching this thing. By the time I got up and got finished with my, it was down to the floor. Oh, my God. Dude, I've never had that happen. Have you ever had that happen to you? And then I got, then it got to be kind of a game. I'm not even going to lie. I was, like, moving my hands and stuff to see if I could, like, how long I could make this towel, like, snake go, like. A towel snake. So I was on vacation making towel snakes. That's what I was doing. <laughs> I could take that in so many different directions. <laughs> but since this is a semi-family show. And we don't want to give people insomnia. Mm, that was the worst lead-in. That was, that, you know. Here's insomnia by Charming Liars. I'll smack in around over the head with a towel snake and we'll be back. I black out the lights when I'm too gone from trying to reach heaven My head swimming with pills so I can feel a bit more human I watch the walls a while Make sure my room's not caving into a distorted lullaby The sounds just like Something dark 
Anne forgot to tell you that when when she was in there, that um this this lady kept knocking on the door, going, "Hey, are you in there?" And uh, so this is what we're gonna do. No, we're gonna say, "No, you th- don't even talk." That was like the worst one ever. Worst one ever. What? That lead in. That is like the worst one ever. You get insomnia in the bathroom. No, no. The thought of something gives you insomnia. Yeah, the thought of Wednesday night here gives me insomnia. <laughs> All right, so this is uh, Are You In There by Never Wake. Why do you 
Thanks for tuning into the balcony. And it's that time. Guess what? Yeah, send in your resumes. No, here we go again. <laughs> now, super stoked for this interview. You're huh? stoked every week. We got to get you another name, another word. I know, but every I week am. you're stoked. That's... You can't be stoked every week. You have to have different words. I'm so happy. I'm so pleased. I'm so proud. You're so dead. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of, that's dead. Yeah. I'm going to kill you with a sunflower. Sunflower and dead. Stuff it right up your schnaziola. No. Oh, okay. But Sunflower Dead. Sunflower Dead, who is an amazing Yeah, these band. guys are no joke. Right. Yeah, they, right. they toured with Korn in Europe. And they're touring from a member of Creed. Yeah, Scott that. Stapp. They're out on tour with him on his little tour that's happening. So, 21 yeah. stops. So. Yeah, they're, they got some cool stuff going on. So we're going to be on the phone with uh, Michael Del Pizzo, uh, the singer, lyricist, and everything else. So, um, but let's do this. Let's take a listen to their first song called Victim, and then, uh, hey, you'll more, learn more about the guys. So here it is, Victim, Sunflower Dead. Be right back. <laughs> And I'm super stoked because we have on the phone with us Michael Del Pisa from You blew it. Dead. You already owe me ten bucks. You said Del Pisa. It's Del Pizzo. I'm gonna I think say you Mike. said it right. 
Oh uh, no, I, we'll go back. But that's all right. Shows me ten bucks. No, I don't. <gasps> he said I said it right. Awesome. <laughs> I got ten I bucks. I like this guy. That's two blue moons right there, baby, at the bar later. <laughs> it's always a drinking game here, Michael. But anyways, we just listened to your first song, "Victim." So, can you tell our listeners something about that? Yeah, sure. That was one of the first songs we wrote for our new record, Coma, out on EMP Label Group right now. And it was something that um, brought our new record and our new approach on this album into a more emotionally weighted lyric state, kind of, you know, more straightforward, more um, me explaining how I feel, what I want, what I don't want. Um, Because on our previous records, I wrote more kind of masked in metaphor and on this album i'm not masked in any kind of metaphor i'm pretty much just saying straight out how i feel and letting it go and i traveled in you know i I traveled into some places i didn't want to go some pretty dark places to do that but i think the end result worked out fairly well now was that a, a a conscious effort on your part or was that from what emp and um the producer was trying to push you to do for the new album no, no, uh, th- neither. When we wrote the song, EMP was not involved. I mean, we wrote the record. When we wrote the demos to submit to the producer, we had made this decision before that. It actually was the guys in the band. They asked me to, to kind of push myself further lyrically um, to make things as relatable as possible for people. That's because so you were a band conf- decision, definitely. That's because you're a confusion, those guys. You know, bass players and drummers, you can, you can only <laughs> yeah, go well, so not- far with them. <laughs> And then it gets all ugly. <laughs> well, somebody's got to be the lead. Well, somebody. But we're well. We're... I mean, re- realistically, I mean, realistically, like <laughs> bass players aren't really members of the band, right? Like bass players, so right? I don't really consider them true members. I love so if you. This don't guy. have a guitar or sing. You're kind of just like there. Yeah. Let's be realistic. You're just a replaceable. No I mean, offense or anything. We can we can roll an M50. Your drummer. I mean, come on. <laughs> My drummer's sitting right next to me. <laughs> well, he doesn't have to. You know, you can, you can play from where you just got to push the start button. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, everybody matters. Everybody, you can't, you can't hurt anybody's feelings these days. Everybody's sensitive. Oh, especially drummers. My God, those guys get whiny. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Sometimes rhythm guitar players get whiny too. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. You always want to have a good drummer and bass player because usually they're the ones that are like saving us lead singers' ass when shit breaks out in the club. <laughs> Straight up, you got to have a great rhythm section. Yeah, you no have to. About it. Exactly. Because the guitar players are always drunk. <laughs> I love this band. This, I so think they someone has to make the band sound good. Exactly. There so you go. how did yep. how did you guys put this whole project together? The band started in 2012. Okay. Um, we were just a, you know a bunch of guys from other bands locally in Southern California that had all gotten to a certain level, but um, didn't you know get huge. And we wanted to start a band for fun to just entertain people. So we kind of dressed up in costumes, you know, with makeup, look like zombies and stuff. And we're having a good time. And we just figured we'd start a band, write some songs go out and start touring the U.S. and see if people liked it. And people started liking it. So we toured more. And then we toured more and toured more. And then it was like, all right, well, what's the next step? Well, let's put out a second record and, and, and step it up a couple notches. And, and we went to radio and we did pretty good at radio. And we toured more and we toured in Europe and we toured with Korn. And in this moment, it was like, well, what's the next step? Well, let's do another record, which is where we are now with the Coma record. Except this time we took the makeup off because we're, we're, we're dead serious about what's happening now. And, and dead serious about the music and, and lyrically and what's going on and, and we're not messing around and right. we're having more success. So it's just it kinda was just like let's just see what happens and it just keeps growing and growing and growing, even though, you know, there's a lot of starts and stops throughout that process. That's kinda like um was the basic idea of how we started. But I do want to ask you one thing. How did you get the name Sunflower Dead? I used to live on the street Sunflower Avenue in Southern California. And I looked up one day, and, and for some reason, when I looked at the street sign, which I have a picture of still, I, uh, the name Sunflower Dead popped in my head. And I went home that night, and I wrote like this really dumb short story, this horror short story <laughs> that I, I figured maybe would turn into like a uh, graphic novel or something, which it almost did a couple years ago. And um, when the band needed a name, you know, I brought it up, and the guys were like, hey, that's pretty cool because... It doesn't designate what kind of music we do. Yeah. You know, the music will give the band name its meaning, and and we went with it. And it's um, 
even though originally I think some people thought we were going to be like a Grateful Dead cover band, um, you know, we don't really have that issue anymore. No. See, I would have, you know, if I first heard it, I would have thought you guys were more like, like hard, hard, hard metal. Sunflower okay. Dead. So mm-hmm. I, I think being that, that's really good that some other people are picking up that, you know, they're the Grateful Dead. So you're right. By picking that name, you guys kind of opened yourself up to, you know, many different genres and not classifying yourselves. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think I think to me, all the, the great band names don't really designate what kind of music a band does until you see them, you know, Led Zeppelin, what, you know, who, what, what the hell is that? You know, I, I get it, but it's like, but when you see, you hear their music, you associate it with Led Zeppelin. So that's what the band name means. I mean, that's pretty much what we wanted. And also what we wanted was something that kind of showed the, the beauty and the ugliness of our music. And so Sunflower and Dead, you know, it's kind of yin, yin and yang, you know, balance going on there. So it kind of covered that aspect also. And I wanted to ask you, what do you think, how, how do you see the band as as your growth is concerned since you started? And this is as your EPs are moving along. What do you think is the most significant change for your band? And your well, music? I think the most significant change, especially on this record, is how serious we've gotten. How um, you can tell we're just not messing around, whether it's with the, the type of riffs we're writing or, or lyrically things like that, or even how we're performing. You know, it's, it's just a, it's a much more serious kind of focus. Um, we've kind of learned what works and what doesn't work by touring so much and releasing two previous records. So it's just more of like, okay, this is who we are. This is what really connects with our audience. This is what connects with us. And it's just kind of that stuff that happens when you just get out there and play the world. You, you really start to see who you are, what it is you want to offer artistically, and what people respond to from you. And you have done a lot of touring. Uh, what what was one of your favorite moments in your tours with what band and probably when Corn took us over to the UK and we played a couple shows with them on their 20th wow. anniversary of their debut album sold out shows packed houses and what was cool is that Corn actually pushed back our set times so everyone that was in line outside could get in the venues so we didn't have to play in front of half filled venues as people were trying to pack in they waited till everyone was in and then they then we were they said now you guys can go and play in front of sold out audiences so it was super cool had a lot of fun and it was just like it's one of those moments where you go wow this is exactly what i want to be doing you know there's no doubt in my mind yeah and the fact that you guys got to you know tour with a band that really cares about you know music yeah, and shout not out the to attitude Korn for doing the ego because right there is so much of that in you know, this industry, unfortunately, you know, they're like, yeah, make sure you screw these guys with the sound and blah, 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 so that we sound awesome. But, you know, at the end of the, at the end of the day, doing something like that, it's just going to give the audience and the fans just an even better experience at the concerts. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think so. You know, I mean, I never worry about band competition in the sense like, well, this band's sounding better than us or they're better than us. My thing is, look, if everybody sounds great, Somebody in the audience is going to love it and, have, and everyone's going to go home saying they had a great show no matter who they liked. Because, right. you know, I, I, don't, I don't know why people have that, you know, uh, single, uh, you know, that, that attitude where you can just, like an audience member is only going to like one band. Like right. people like all kinds of artists. So my thing is, let's all give them a great show. Let's all sound great. And then they're going to walk away going, man, that was an awesome night. So you're about showing the love, sharing the love. Sharing the love, just stay out of my way. But I'll share the love if you just don't bother me. Yeah, especially after the show, you got to share the love. Uh, Yeah, shit. After the show, I'm just stay out of my way. I share the love on stage, and then stay out of my damn way. No, I'm kidding. No, yeah, without a doubt, we're totally we're totally an accessible band. Well, I I think that that's you know, especially within the recent years, you have to be. You know, there's just, yeah. with the onslaught of social media and there's so much out there, you know, I think the last thing, you know, especially like when I go out and even just see bands, you can tell like the bands that just sit back and they got this attitude and you're like, dude, you know, we're in the same little club together. Just go out and talk to people. Just well, drop I think it at he, the door. I think when you mentioned connecting with the audience, yeah. that's the key. You find your voice with your audience and then you go with that. So your next, you know, I agree. I agree. And you know what it is, though? I mean, back in the day, it was cool to be mysterious 
and key and hide things from your audience because right. you could. There was no social media. The only things they had was seeing you live, you know, maybe meeting you at the show, maybe stuff they read in magazines, watching a video, getting a home video or right. something. Right. But nowadays they can follow you and see everything you do. So, you know, I give props to a, like take take the band Ghost. They they were able to keep uh, um some kind of mystery for a long time over what was going on with them. And that was amazing because it's so hard to do. But overall, that's not for most bands. And we've never been a band that's trying to keep any mystery. We're out there, even when we wore the makeup, we weren't hiding from anyone. We let people see us without it. We were hanging out. It was just all, for, you know, to have a good time. Well, and now we don't even have the makeup, so we're just there to hang out. Yeah, it's give them the experience when they come to see a live or else, you know, sit home, put the, you know, the CD in or Spotify and just stream it. You know, go exactly, out there. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, you want to have a great time. So the uh, That's what it's about. Yeah, the next song we're going to hit up here now is um, your newest one, Turn Away. Tell us a little bit about that. So Turn Away was a song that um, we tried to not use on the record um, multiple times for many reasons. And no matter what we did, the song itself decided that it was going to be on this record. And even when we did the final track listing and hid the song at the very end of the record, it still ends up being picked as the second single on the album. And subsequently, the song that I think will do the most for us as a band at this point in our career to get us to the next level. So it's funny how a song that we really didn't even want to use amazingly, not that we didn't like it, we loved it, but we just couldn't, didn't feel we got it right, is, is to me probably the most right thing we've ever done. Um, and beyond that, it's an anti-suicide song, which is not something I picked. It just happened, and I went with it. And, um, you know, it's a song for people that feel like they've exhausted all possibilities and they're not sure where to go. It's basically letting them know to just give in, relax, let go, and just kind of go with the current, you know. Turn away from everything that's negative and go with the flow, and hopefully tomorrow will be a better day. Well, I know, and... We've had just in my from my school district, we've had like five deaths in the last two years, which wow. it's a small community. So I I really feel this is just from one mom to, you know what I mean, a band that's making a message like that. You saying to one kid somewhere in a dark room, hang on, breathe through it. Yep. You know what I mean? You're going to be OK. You never know who's going to hear that. You never know. You never know who's going to hear it. I mean, that's, and that's exactly it. Now, I really wasn't thinking to do that when I wrote the song. The, the lyrics and the melodies just came out of me in one shot. Like somebody was speaking through me and I'm just the conduit. And then right. when I read it back, I was like, wow, this is an anti-suicide song. This is, a, this is a don't give up on hope song. And I was like, wow, we have something special here. Um, yes, you do. Even though I, we tried not... Even though we thank you, even though we tried not to use it on the record, but we, I mean, <laughs> we did. Well, since you did um, use it on the record, let us take a break here and let a, we're going to let our listeners listen to Turn Away, and we'll be right back cool. with the rest of the interview with Michael. <laughs>
you're hanging with us here on the balcony with uh, Michael from uh, Sunflower Dead. And, um, you know, we've had two songs here that they can listen to so far. We'll have a third here in a little bit. But why don't you let, the, you know, our listeners know where they can, you know, what's the best way to keep up with you and learn more about you guys? Well, we have our home base, and that's sunflowerdead.com, where you can get everything, the tour dates, the music, the merch, all that stuff. But also we have the Facebook, um, you know, uh, Twitter, Instagram, our YouTube, Sunflower Dead Official. Subscribe on YouTube. Um, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music. We're on Amazon. We're on Google Play. We're on all the streaming services. Um, so, you know, we are everywhere. You, just, you can just Google Sunflower Dead, and we come up. There's only one, and that's us. Yeah, so and don't you want to? Wanna, you don't. You want more members of your followers, aren't they? The sunflower seeds, or the the evil seeds. The evil seeds. There you well, go. You got to become an evil seed. Oh, yep. you want me to be an evil seed? No, you already are a demon <laughs> seed. So be careful what you ask for. <laughs> so, okay, and what can they expect coming up? So we're about to leave on tour on August 23rd. We uh, join up with Scott Stapp from Creed, and we're supporting him and the band Messer for two months through August, September, oh, October. Oh, our guys from Messer. <laughs> yeah, we interviewed them. They're great. Great people. Nice, nice. And then we are, um, what we're doing is there's 21 of those shows, and we're going to scatter a bunch of off-date shows with just us and Messer playing all over the country on the off days of the Scott Stapp tour. So we got a lot of shows coming up in those two months. Wow. And then we will be working on a tour for the later in the fall. And then, uh, you know, maybe putting out a third single in the new year or a new song or a new record, you know, that'll all be decided within the next month or two. So we will be uh, busy as busy can be and happy to be so. Wow. So please do. Everybody, all our listeners, please go check out Sunflower Dead. You're going to want their music. It's fantastic. Become an Evil Seed. Follow them. Like their pages. Catch them up on Instagram. And I want to thank you, Michael, for sharing a bit of your time and telling us about the band. Because I think it's, I, I can't wait to see what happens. I expect to see you on a Grammy stage someday. I really do. Well, I hope you're a Grammy voter. I appreciate that. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me. Appreciate the time. All right, and then we got uh, the final song here, um, so we give them a taste of three of yours. So this is called uh, The Biggest Mistake. So uh, let our listeners know a little bit about this. This song was a song that we weren't sure was going to work because musically it's not supposed to work. It's kind of like as bipolar as bipolar can be because <laughs> you hear just about every every vocal thing that I can do in this song. But um it's one of my sh one of my proudest moments on the record besides Turn Away because it really shows a great deal of depth of what we have going on musically and emotionally. And and you know like I said it's got that bipolar thing showing two sides of of me. It's almost like there's two of me screaming at each other. Wow. You know are you sure you and Andrew aren't, aren't don't know each other. <laughs> 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 he yells at me all the time. I'm just saying, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm gonna say good night to you sir thank you for calling us and spending some time here and we're gonna go out with the final song the biggest mistake there you go that's what i think every wednesday when I that's when i come in here and listen to you every wednesday <laughs> so i'm dedicating this song to ann <laughs> and we'll maybe be right back <laughs> thanks michael good night thanks michael Thank you guys. Good talking. What you want, what you want, what you want that you need me now to say. Fine, I'll tell you what I think. Right now. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Is the words you make my case. Stay. 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 Stay.
proudly produced at Midnight Studios for all your music production needs. Check us out at MidnightStudiosNJ.com. It's now time for our spotlight with our lovely hostess, Emily Noel. Over to you, Em. Hey, everyone. It's Emily Noel. And joining me tonight for a spotlight, I have Bob Giovanetti from Alpha Zero Three. Hi, Bob. Hello, hello. So cool story. You are the piano player for Alpha Zero Three, but you are also the producer which yes. is pretty cool. Just a little fun fact for everyone out there. So we're going <laughs> to um, hear your new song, Version Control, which is going to be off your new EP. Um, do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about this song? Uh, yeah, as you said, it's the first song off our uh, off our next EP. We just released one a couple months ago, and uh, we're already back in the studio working on new material. Awesome, awesome. And uh, I really can't tell you what the song's about. Uh Monty, our singer, is uh, notorious for uh, really letting people get their own opinions and form their own connection to his lyrics. So we don't really, really divulge exactly what our songs are about. All right. But, hey, uh, I can dig it. That's cool. So where where can we find this song? The song is available right now to stream on our Reverb Nation page. Uh, Alpha Zero uh, Reverb Nation slash Alpha Zero Three, and it will be on all the digital download sites in just uh, just a few days. Perfect. Um, so where can we stay up to date on social media um, so we can find out when your new EP is coming out and more music? Uh, on on Facebook uh, and our Reverb Nation page. We're also on Instagram, uh, and we're pretty active there. Uh, Perfect. Any shows coming up that we can uh, come out and see you play live? Yes, we're going to be... Actually, we have a Music Fest show this year. Sweet! We're going to be playing at the Wooden Match on... That would be September 3rd. It's a Saturday, and we'll be playing from 4 to 7 outside the Wooden Match. Awesome. Well, I definitely encourage everyone to get out and see you guys play live because you guys are really awesome. Thank you so much. Of course. Well, Bob, I want to thank you so much for... um, 
for joining me and sharing the new song with us. And I can't wait to hear what you guys got coming up next. Great. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Everyone, this is Alpha Zero 3's new song, Version Control. Take a listen. listening to The Balcony, and this is Mirror Mirror by A Stranger's Angels. Take a listen. Reaching for a sign I have to realign Every time I trap Drifting out of sight Captivated by the luminance And just the satellite Blinded by the light Reflected all alone A passenger who struggles for control Mirror, mirror in the sky Tell 
next is From the Inside by Dissension Rising. Take a listen. of rock and roll and in your face and energetic And, and a bands. lot of these bands are touring, so please do go check out their music. Support, support, support. Support, support. support local music, please. Oh my right. gosh. No, We're you... starving. <laughs> you just <laughs> ordered our sushi. <laughs> How are you starving? Well, because I want sushi. That's why I'm starving. Oh, okay. All right. So uh, send sushi money. Buy our music. Yeah, so we can have sushi money. Yeah, sushi and beer money. Support the sushi. <laughs> Oh, say that again fast. Oh, I love support that. Support the sushi. Support the sushi. There you go. See? And and August 23rd, Dink Band's coming. Oh, yeah. We got the big show. <laughs> One Center Square, five bands. So we got Emily Noel. We got Sarah Z. We got Otto Erotica. Leah, Leah Marie Fulls. So if you're in this area, got to come out. Jackie support. Verna. There you go. And, and Blanket then, Ride. And then Blanket Ride. Blanket Rides again. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to ride again. Ay, ay, ay. Depends on how many shots we have before we go <laughs> on. We, we might be called Blanket Fall <laughs> or Blanket Passed Out. 
or cover me with the blanket because I'm done. And on that note, thank you to our hostess, Emily Noel. You're welcome. And Andrew Chervik. Yo, baby. Say goodnight, folks. Good night, folks. Good night, everybody from the balcony. We're going to end things with the song from Messer, Make This Life. We'll catch you next week on The Balcony Show. over